Having trouble staffing up? You're not alone. Our industry is facing an unprecedented labor shortage, and tech will play a central role in solving that problem. Yelp Kiosk was built in 2018 for restaurants who couldn't afford to pay a dedicated host. In 2021, Yelp Kiosk is supporting restaurants that want to do more with less. By adding Kiosk, your host is no longer trapped behind the host stand, enabling them to assist in all front-of-house operations. Learn more about how Kiosk can help your restaurant at restaurants.yelp.com forward slash kiosk. Welcome to Restaurant Marketing School. I'm Josh Kopel, a Michelin-rated restaurateur. Together with famed marketer Lael Stern of Long Play Strategic Solutions, we're unpacking the tools and tactics used by million-dollar marketing agencies to help you grow your restaurant. Join us daily to get marketing tips you can use in your restaurant today. Today we're going to talk about how Lael would spend $150 on marketing every month if that was his only budget. Yeah, thanks, Josh. $150 is not a lot of money. I think we all can blow through $150 pretty quickly in a variety of ways, whether it's taking somebody out for the night or buying a new sweater or something. $150 doesn't go very far. If you have it to apply to marketing, you've got a few things that you can do. And one specifically that I would recommend you do if you're trying to generate some excitement about your restaurant or bar. So what you could do is you could advertise, you could pay somebody to do a logo for you or to do a video kind of on the cheap. But what I think you should do is put that money behind boosting some of your posts on either Facebook or Instagram. So 150 isn't going to give you a lot of money, but spending money on Facebook or Instagram will give you access to their targeting tools, which are incredibly powerful. It's going to take you a little bit of time to figure them out, but at the very least, you can target on geography, you can target on age range, you might even be able to target on professional experience or family situation. Do you want to be talking to parents or singles or married or unmarried? Do you want to be talking to people that are professionals or gig workers in your area? So think about who it is that comes into your spot and really zero in on that. Once you've got that target audience, what you can do, and I don't want to get too lingo-y, so I just wanted to find boosting. What you can do is boost a post, which means a post that you make organically. So say you take a picture of an event happening in your space, or you take a picture of a new dish that you're introducing. You can put some ad dollars behind boosting that out to the specific target audience. And what it does is it puts that post in front of an audience that otherwise would not have seen the post. So it allows you to reach people that are not currently following you, that haven't previously liked things that you've shown, but are positively inclined, likely to be part of your target audience. And you're getting your message out to them. And because it's an organic message, it's not an ad. It's something that you're posting and sharing. You're likely to roll some of them up as followers, as people who express some interest and then will see your organic posts in the future. Two questions about that. The first is in terms of demographics, when you're selecting which knobs to turn when it comes to curating the audience for that boosted post, what element do you think is most important? Is it distance to the restaurant? I think it's going to depend. I think distance to the restaurant could be good if you do a brisk lunch business people are popping in quickly. If you're more of a destination restaurant, 
distance to the restaurant shouldn't matter. You know, I think we can all think about places in our area that we're willing to go drive significant distances to. I, sure. you know, I live near San Francisco. There's a ton of great restaurants in San Francisco, but there's a couple of spots that are on my bucket list that are an hour north or south of San Francisco. And some of them are probably names that are popping into your head right now. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm willing to drive far and wide. So if you're a destination spot, you shouldn't be overly hung up on geography. If you're a lunch space or you do a lot of takeout or delivery, yeah, that's probably a good knob to turn. But you want to think about who it is that's most likely to come to your restaurant and use whatever targeting demographic you can. And then my next question is, with almost every boosted post, they're asking for a call to action, right? Sign up, make your reservation now, learn more. Based on the type of restaurant it is, or the fact that we're even talking about the restaurant industry, what call to action do you think would be most advantageous to a restaurateur? Yeah, great question. So as we've talked about on previous episodes, it's going to depend on what platform you're on. If you're on Instagram, you're limited to that one link in your bio, in your description. So you can't have a clickable call to action if you're boosting a post on Instagram. You can if you're doing it on Facebook. Now, what that is, again, is going to depend. If you're a delivery business, then you can have a button or a link that says click here to order. If you're looking to generate reservations, you can click directly to make reservations. It really depends on what your goal is. Now, another thing I want to say about boosted posts here is in deciding what post to boost, look at how it's doing organically in terms of are people already liking it? Are they sharing about it? Are you getting good engagement with that post? That's the kind of post that you want to push out there even if it doesn't have a call to action, because you're looking to generate interest, those people are going to come back to your page. They're going to like you, follow you and get engaged with your content. So you want something that's already got traction, something you know is going to work before you put your limited dollars behind it. Great advice. Last question, I promise. With a $150 marketing budget, are you putting all $150 behind one post? That's my first question. And then the second question, because obviously I just lied. My second question, which is somewhat connected to that, is does duration matter? Would it make more sense to blow the $150 in a week and just hammer people with it or to spread it out over time? Well, I think as you're learning how to boost posts, you want to spread that money out. So 20 on this, 30 on that and sort of chip away at it and figure it out. Dial in the demographics different on one post than on a different post and see what is working in terms of what your goal is. And as I've said over and over, goals matter. So think about what success looks like before you do this so you can actually know if it's working or not. As you get better at this, sure, 150 bucks is not a lot of money. If you've got a post that you know is going to get you what you need from that boost, yeah, throw it all behind. And then in terms of duration, Again, it depends if something you're doing is super timely, you've got a kind of a weekend special coming up and you want to promote that, then yeah, blow it quickly. If it's something that is ongoing or evergreen, as we say in the marketing business, then spread it out over time. There's data there for you to collect. You can see 
when people are engaging with your posts? Or is it more appealing on a Tuesday night than on a Sunday morning? Or during the workday, it, it performs better than in the morning or, or overnight? So basically, the long answer is it depends. And what you should always be doing is experimenting and collecting data and learning from your experience so the next time you're more effective. Right on. Let's get boosting. If you want to hear previous episodes or check out our other content, go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash marketing school. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave us a review. I'm Josh Kopel, and you've been listening to Restaurant Marketing School.